Hey, hey, welcome back to the Clagato Veteran Podcast, Season 4 premiere of Episode 1. On this episode, there are seven subjects that need to be discussed, the first of which will be updates since Season 3 ended, the second one will be Veteran Protest Rally, the third one will be why the pandemic needed to happen, the fourth one will be Rainstorms and Moisture, the fifth one will be Veteran Lack of Leadership, The sixth one will be losing Navajo funeral process. And finally, number seven, Navajo inflation. Once again, coming back at you solo and alone for this episode and possibly the rest of the season is me, Mateo Native Ravager, bringing you some more information and thought-provoking subjects that probably needed to be aired out since everybody is always following whatever's trending. But for us, we cover what everybody's not looking at. So without much further ado, let's go ahead and jump on to the first subject. This one will be uh, updates since season three ended and all the stuff that happened in between up until now. So um, let's go ahead and jump into that first one and let's see what else we can come up with. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Episode 1, Segment 1. Update since Season 3 ended. Now, originally I wanted to start recording on July 1st, which was on a Friday. But in between, I mean, from that until now, which I'm finally doing the recording, you know, past the middle of the month, this is July, Monday, July 18th. That's when I'm doing this recording. There have just been a lot of... um. Uh, pretty much deaths and also I want to just cover the, the community projects that powwow and gourd dance event that went down earlier that I was promoting uh, the radio interview which was in between that and a new uh, the VA newsletter VA is the veteran affairs uh, department of the United States military and they have a newsletter and I'll cover that and then finally the veteran car show so Once again, I'll try to keep all these subjects limited to 10 to 15 minutes just so I don't waste too much time and we'll just hurry up and get going because I'm falling way behind from what I originally wanted. So uh, this the the recent deaths that have been happening are pretty much the relatives. And it's not within my family, but it's uh, the relatives and um, there have been just like... um, deaths that happen all of a sudden for <clears throat> reasons that would probably pretty much be in the medical realm like there were medical issues and um that's why um that really slowed me down on what I was when I was originally going to start so the month of July has pretty much kick-started off to be a really bad time for the families located within the Clagato area so they have been, um, a, a, there's few funerals have already taken place where burials have taken place. Um, they're just like a few that it, it got very messy and another one, it's still up in the air, still pending. So it's kind of been, you know, not so much a shocker, but also not too much of a brain teaser. I guess what I'm really trying to say is it's a head scratcher why all these happened, why they went down. And for the most part, you know, I just had to to respect them and, you know, not really uh, 
start doing the podcast just yet. So also another, another interesting uh, event that happened while these events were going on was we got a lot of moisture. So July of uh, 2022 has been a really interesting one for the fact that there have been deaths, but there's also been a lot of rain. Those, those two, they coincide together. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But um, I would just like to say that that's what's been happening. That's what, you know, it ain't much of an excuse. And a lot of these are not excuses, but um, they're just reasons why I've been distracted enough to not really pursue starting off episode one as, as originally planned when I left season three. And since season three, there've also been um, the um, community projects that the Clagato Veterans Nonprofit has started. And with that, you know, I'll, I'll probably save it for the upcoming episodes, but um, they've been a real disappointment. I ain't going to lie, man. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm so grateful everybody came out to support us. Nope, it didn't happen like that, man. Um, there have only been like a few people that came over and, you know, they were participating as far as veteran, uh, the diabetes class and cemetery cleanup. And the cemetery cleanup was not only for the veteran side, but for the community side. <clears throat> and, um, I did, um, in season three, towards the end, I did talk about how we did get that first one going and there was a pretty nice group of people that showed up. It was like 15, but, um, I made too much food and the food kind of went to waste. And that's another thing about the, um, the way these community projects went is that I really kind of put too much faith in the community and was let down. And so there was a lot of food left over and it just ended up going, uh, I don't want to say it went to waste, but those that showed up took more than their share of um, to go trays and leftovers and stuff like that. And, so being disappointed in that, you know, I, I just had to keep going, had to keep rolling. So um, that's where, you know, this community project idea, that's also where I want to bring it up in the next next upcoming episodes, just so I can expand on it a little bit more. But yeah, they, they were disappointing. Uh, and I guess another disappointment would be the powwow and gourd dance event that I was really um, uh, pushing for to promote. Now, what ended up happening with that was that the um, the guy who started it, he he was pretty much out of his own league. And I did hear stories about how he was, you know, corrupt and stuff like that. And, you know, but who am I to tell him not to pursue the nonprofit? Because I was the one, you know, walking around the uh, agency meeting saying, you know, we got to do nonprofit, got to do nonprofit, got to go that route. But anyways, so he did that and I was following him trying to help him. But this is where the next thing I want to talk about comes up. It's a radio interview. And with that, um, it, it, I don't, I don't want to say it destroyed anything, but, um, it just made me test his loyalty because he said, what you said in the interview, it upset some people. So I just want to let you know that. And right away, I knew that without really telling me, he wanted me to step off as on his committee and as his treasurer for his nonprofit. 
which was fine because man, it was just too much responsibility. I was spending too much money out of my own pocket for gas and food just to get to these uh, places and make arrangements and stuff like that. And all the way at the end, um, he did not recognize uh, and did not even thank the Clagato Veterans Nonprofit for helping him get his program going or his event going. And, you know, I, I think I'll uh, go ahead and uh, expand on that later, but um, it didn't turn out too well. And then on the same note of, of that is the uh, radio interview, which I finally got a copy of it. I recorded it on my phone, but um, the sound quality, I don't know. I, I guess I should have double checked my phone before I try to record off of it because it's just a lot of static and mumblings and bleeps. And oh man, I was so upset because I kind of wanted for people, the especially the loyal horn toad listeners to hear what happened inside the studio and what was being said and stuff like that. And it didn't, it didn't really go through. So anyways, on that note, what ended up happening is if you listen to this podcast, you'll see where it says 94.5, uh, excuse me, radio interview, KYAT. And, and as far as that goes, you know, the, the DJ I was talking to Roy Keto, he don't work there no more. He ended up getting a job over in, um, Oh, I hate to say it, but he got a job at KTNN, AM 660, man. And as much as I didn't want to hear that, I just told him, I said, hey, you know, bring some prestige and honor back to that station, man. I said, um, you know, it's it's been going off, you know, and it's really not the station that is the voice of the Navajo Nation anymore. It's just the voice of corporations and whoever is giving them the agenda to fulfill. <clears throat> so anyways... um. Um, on that, on that last interview with him, one of the things I said was, um, I said, we're starting to lose our culture because we were talking about gore dance powwow and healing and all that. And one of the things I said was about how in the future, I hope Navajo men don't get themselves pregnant, like what they're doing nowadays. And, you know, if you see the mainstream society of America, that's what they're doing. Those that want to be pregnant men, you know, so when I said that, I knew the phone was recording. I was recording off my phone and I knew what I was saying, but that was just a statement. You know, it's just a remark. I just hope it doesn't happen because there's nothing I can do about it. It's, it's going to be out of my hands. And, and if, you know, I don't, I didn't want that statement to come back to haunt me later on people saying, Oh, well, you just, um, you're saying that, um, you're a guy who follows traditionalism and yet you know, you're over here saying that you don't want to see these guys becoming pregnant because you don't have an answer traditionally for that. That's where I was, you know, making that statement. But what the, um, the nonprofit guy for the other one, what he told me was, um, uh, I offended the transgender community. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. I said, what? Just cause I said, I don't want to see men in the future being pregnant, Navajo men in the future being pregnant. He goes, yeah, that's why. But mm, I, in a way, I really didn't believe him. But at the same time, I was like, why would the transgender worry about what I say? I mean, it's just one statement. But it wasn't like I was putting anybody down. So after a while, the more I talked to some people who were uh, that either are family or friends that are gay and lesbian, I kind of asked them about that. And they're like, no, that, that wouldn't really, that really wouldn't, you know, be an issue. And 
So then right there, I kind of started to think, oh, so it's just what these people were saying about this guy this whole time is that he's kind of uh, corrupt and greedy and he just wants things his way just so um, he can get what he wants. So I think that was his way of trying to kick me off his um, his gourd dance powwow and then to kick him kick me off of his uh, board membership as far as being a um, treasurer goes just so he didn't have to pay me which I was paying out of my own pocket anyway. So anyways, with that being said, you know, I was like, Hey man, it worked for me too, buddy. So, um, that's what happened with that. So I'm no longer, uh, supporting him and whatever happens to his nonprofit, that's his business. And, um, on the note of, um, doing like public announcements, um, your homeboy, the native ravager here, he was asked if I wanted to, submit a letter to the veteran affairs newsletter. Um, it's for native American veterans all across uh, America. So it's not just Navajo, it's, you know, all the other tribes all over. And what I was asked was if it was, if I wanted to write about what the Clagato veterans nonprofit was about and what our mission was and what progress we've seen so far. So I said, yeah, sure, man. Um, I, I wouldn't mind. So I did that. I submitted it. Um, they're currently looking it over as of July 18th, but the guy that's in charge, he's on vacation right now. So whenever he gets back, you know, they'll look it over and, um, they'll, you know, they'll confirm with me what needs to be in there and what doesn't and all that stuff. So I leave it up to them, but so that's something to look forward to. And then finally, the last thing I wanted to say was the veteran car show. Now, this was originally an original idea that was coming from sawmill veterans. And this guy, he was telling me, he goes, yeah, you know that we should do that. And I said, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go. I'm down for it. So for 4th of July, that was a day we were all picking to go ahead and try to do that. But what ended up happening was it wasn't enough time. And I got really busy with um, these other projects with the community gardens and all this other stuff. And um and then when I talked to the that veteran, I said, hey, did you talk to your buddies about July 4th? And he goes, no, I haven't. He goes, I'm still waiting for my hardship check. I was like, ah, oh, dude, come on, man. So because of that, we never got that far on it. So instead, what we did was improvise to the point where I just told him, all right, you know, we'll go for November of this year for Veterans Day. And he goes, all right, sure. Yeah, let's go do that. I said, that'll give us plenty of time to get things ready. And um, I'll definitely have more update on that as the podcast continues. So um, with that being said, let's go ahead and um, end this little segment here. And uh, we'll jump on to this next interesting little nugget. This one is the veteran protest rally. <laughs> 